recommend for everyone, absolutely everyone, all the store owners, every advertiser to make sure you diversify your assets. Um, so what I mean is I've seen, you know, multiple times now, like uh, someone big store, you know, running at least, you know, a few hundred K per, per month of ad spend. And then they have their whole everything, their whole ad accounts, page, pixel, everything through one BM. Now, the issue with that is your BM goes down, you're screwed, you know? Hello, and welcome to the Optimized Store Owner Show, a podcast that helps frustrated store owners become optimized store owners. We are your hosts, Aaron and Christian. We want to invite you to join us each week as we share tips, tactics, and strategies from the most inspiring entrepreneurs in the e-commerce industry. This podcast will help you add flexibility, stability, and happiness into your life. Ready? Let's go. What's going on, Optimized Store Owners? Have you ever been banned or restricted on Facebook and had to wait weeks to get your account back to running where they were? If you have run into this, then you need to make a change in your strategy. And that two parts. First, you need to diversify your traffic streams. And second, you need to use agency ad accounts. These are stronger, pre-vetted, and they come with dedicated account reps. In this episode, we talk with Rohan and Ari from Orange Trail. They've been helping e-commerce brands thrive not only on Facebook, but almost all social ad platforms with their agency ad accounts that don't run into the risk of being banned or suspended. Check it out. All right. Thanks, you guys. Thank you for uh, joining us on the podcast. Super excited to, to jump into this today. Thanks for inviting Cheers, us. Aaron. Cheers, Abs- Christian. Excited for this. Absolutely. So we were talking before we even jumped on to record here a little bit about the business and the model, right? I think it's something unique that you guys offer to this space. So let's jump into like, what exactly do you guys do? What is the the model that you guys are offering and um, what's unique to what the way you guys are, are bringing it to the marketplace? Sure. Um, yeah, let's jump into it. So essentially what we provide is agency ad accounts, for pretty much all the major advertising platforms. So Facebook, Google, TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, you know, the benefits of somebody opening an agency account through us rather than opening a self-serve account themselves is that through an agency account, you get higher tier support, uh, higher tier service from the actual support team of each platform. Uh, with certain platforms like, like Google, we actually get cashback as well. Um, so essentially the reason why uh, you know, our clients use the agency accounts is it's the most stable uh, and consistent way to scale your offers, especially because, you know, going into Q4 and, and in general, uh, there's so many issues now with uh, Facebook, Google and all the different platforms just randomly blocking people. You could be totally white hat, um, but so many times, you know, your page or your ad account, your BM can get disabled. So especially with all these, um, you know, just random blockings. Uh, we provide that that uh, you know layer of stability, and that's um, that's kind of the main thing. Um, in essence, what makes it unique? I'll let you, Rohan, go into that. I mean, yeah, I was just going to add to uh, what Ari said. Um, it's a fresh deal, but we've now also secured uh, a deal with Microsoft, so we provide Bing accounts. We also have a deal with Taboola now, so that's you know we're, we're pretty much two sixty all in one uh, agency account provider. Um, and the service we provide, it's it's more so like solving a huge pain point in the industry. How many of us have had bans with ad accounts, restrictions, profiles, everything? It's it's random at most times. We have huge brands that are, you know, just a fashion brand, totally white hat offer, but they're getting restricted. Why? It doesn't make sense. So why we came in was, you know, there was no other support uh, in the industry for these type of issues. You might try your luck with uh, Facebook ad support. And you might wait two weeks. 
And even after that, they'll say, actually, it's a permanent restriction. We can't do anything. So, you know, we're solving a huge pain point in the industry. Um, in addition to that, we, we did also diversify uh, what we offer in our agency. So we now also do blockchain marketing, Web3 marketing, and we sell out NFT projects. So we've sold out a few NFT projects, uh, including one of our own, which we launched. And that actually started with our agency accounts because we have direct line ties to Twitter. As you know, the Web3 space is on Twitter. So we were thinking, okay, we have these secret weapons, these special accounts where we can advertise in verticals that others cannot. Why not take advantage of that? And we have this, you know, media buying experience, you know, scaling up multiple seven-figure projects ourselves. Um, so Web3 marketing is another uh, service we provide now where we do special allow listing. I don't know if you guys know what this is, but, you know, certain verticals like CBD, melatonin, NFTs, crypto, you're not generally allowed to advertise in these. But due to our direct ties, we can get special allow listing where we can get you approved to advertise. Um, so that's another service we provide. Um, and yeah, overall, it's just, you know, we're growing rapidly. Our core focus is the agency accounts, as, as Ari mentioned. Just uh, to understand this, right, for somebody who's listening in, because I think that uh, most people believe that the, the only way to create an ad account is through, like, you know, they have their own personal profile, they create their own business manager, and they create an ad account. So what does that process look like? Somebody somebody listens to you guys on the podcast, or they find out about you online. How do they contact you? And what is it? What does that process look like for you guys to have the agency ad account versus them? Or do they actually own it? Or you own it? Like, tell me a little bit about the insight for that. Yeah, sure. So we have the agency accounts. Uh, we through our uh, partnership with official, you know, Facebook reps and Facebook ASPs. Uh, just through the years, uh, Rohan's been in the e-com e space for years. I've been in the agency space for years as well. Uh, and through the years, we spent a lot of money on ads. Uh, we made the right relationships with the right people in each of these platforms. Uh, and through that, we are able to open these agency ad accounts. So we're basically leveraging, um, you know, this, this higher tier relationships we have with the right people in order to be able to open these agency ad accounts. In terms of the process of what it looks like, so let's say somebody's listening to this, they're like, you know, they have some issue with advertising. Um, typically, you know, they would go to our site, they would book a call, we'll get an initial call. Um, you know, of course, we can't work with just anyone. Uh, there's certain niches we can't really work with. Even though these are higher tier accounts, still we can't, you know, really touch black hat or cloaking or any kind of stuff like that. You know, we obviously want to work with people that uh, have a legit good offer. Uh, but typically, yeah, we would uh, get on that call, find out about their business, find out, you know, are they compliant? Uh, how compliant are they, their ad spend, that kind of stuff. Uh, and then, you know, if they're a good fit, uh, pretty much we'll get a check with our reps. And once we get a green light with our reps, we would go ahead and uh, open the account for them. Uh, typically, on a more, you know, logistical side, um, we would then share the agency account into their business manager. And then from there, they can, you know, attach any assets they have there, you know, the pixel, the pages, uh, and then start spending from there. And then from that, they own everything at that point. It's just you, you're literally just creating it to have a little bit more of a security or a little bit more of a, I guess, less of a reason for it to get, like you said, banned or anything like that, correct? Yeah, I mean, so they own the pixel and the data. Uh, mm -hmm. Technically, the account, they're kind of renting the account, but they own the pixel and the data. Uh, so okay. let's say they want to stop using the account. If they want to get, let's say, use another account, they will just uh, link the pixel of all the data to the new account. Um, yeah, the, the advantage of this is decentralizing the risk because like I said, uh, in so many occasions, you know, you can have a totally legit brand and everything, but then you start get an ad account down. For example, I, I heard so many horror stories like this, your account goes down, requests a review weeks, months, it's still not, not back. 
Um, and so if you have created your own ad account inside your business manager and that account goes down, what happens then is actually it puts all of your other assets at risk. Anytime you have a restricted uh, or disabled asset, such as an ad account, it puts your business manager, your profile, your pages, it puts everything else at risk. There's like an internal uh, score within the Facebook algorithm. And then mm -hmm. uh, whenever an asset is related to another asset, a link to another asset, it lowers <laughs> that score as well. So it's pretty much a big risk, right? So the way we, like I said, we diversify the risk is we minimize the risk. Uh, we, you know, if an account goes down, we typically get it back much easier. If for whatever we, reason we can't get an account back, what we do is we just pull the ad account from the client's VM. We move the ad budget onto a new ad account and we link the new ad account onto the client's VM. So now the client has a completely clean setup, no restricted assets, and uh, you know it's um, you know it's safe for for scaling. Just just gonna add to um, to what Ari mentioned. It, you know, listeners might be wondering, okay, wh what is the benefit of using an ad account from Orange Trail from us? compared to just setting up one from, from their personal um, you know, profiles. So yeah, absolutely. Everyone is entitled and able to open an ad account from their personal profiles. However, there's a number of issues. Uh, let's get into those. So first of all, you have a spend limit, a warm-up limit. As you know, you, have, you can only spend like $10, $20. The billing period goes up to uh, four weeks, I believe. And only after that, potentially, you get unlimited. But even then, it's not guaranteed. So our accounts are unlimited spend from day one. We make a fresh account for you. You can scale up to 10, 100K per day if you want. Uh, second thing is these are official Meta authorized sales partner ad accounts, okay? They're literally from Meta ASPs, um, which means that they have a lower risk of ban because they're pre-vetted. Uh, they have a green status internally. And what that means is they don't get banned as easily compared to like a personal uh, account. Um, added other benefits are, of course, the direct line access to reps. So as Ari mentioned, you get pre pretty much the highest level of support. What does that mean? If you're a business spending 10, 20K a month compared to a billion dollar company spending hundreds uh, you know, of thousands per month, you get the same level of support through us because we still have that direct line. We have a dedicated team that is only for Orange Trail, only for us. Um, just two weeks ago, we actually flew to meet our reps. Uh, we partied with them. It was quite fun. You know, we, we can marry their daughters if we want, if we have a great relationship with them. But mm -hmm. the benefit of this is that you are getting the same level of support a big company would compared to, you yeah. know, if you're a small, uh, small fish. It's the same le play, uh, same level of playing field. Um, and then, yeah, additionally, like we offer 24-5 support. We have account managers in every single time zone, uh, you know, Europe, UK, um, US, uh, Asia. So it's like you're getting around the clock support, something that, you know, famous Facebook is famous for not having. <laughs> And what is the, uh, sorry, Christian, what is the, um, I guess, what's the relationship look like for you and the client? So once you set it up, is it like, you know, if everything's running smoothly, they don't necessarily need service. So it's kind of like, you know, Netflix, as long as it's running well, you're not reaching out to support. Um, and then it's pretty much done at that point. It's not really necessarily an ongoing type of service. It's just more of like a, the customer care side of things. Is that correct? Uh, actually, it is it is an ongoing service, and that's why our operations team is is crucial in this entire process. Um, number one, the funding. So, how are these accounts funded? They're not like your typical personal ad accounts. There's no PayPal or card option. An agency account can only be topped up via a transfer of funds. So, how that works is Orange Trail would invoice. You know, let's say Aaron, you want to top up 10k, we would invoice you and you know put our service fee on it, and then you send us the funds. Once we receive the funds, we top up with Meta. Uh, generally it's done within 24 hours so that's the only way to add the funds on there 
that's a constant ongoing, you know, maintenance process because, you know, you're going to be spending. So that's one. Number two is in case you have ad disapprovals, we offer full policy support. So we can actually pinpoint and tell you where's the issue with your landing page, where's the issue with your creative, your video, copy, whatever. We can give you that uh, compliance ongoing support. Uh, and then lastly, you know, bans can still happen. Agency accounts are, you know, pre-vetted, they're higher tier, but that, that doesn't mean they're not uh, bannable. They can, if you break policy, of course, you can, you can still get banned. Generally, it's a lower risk. So when that does happen, we, you know, push your, um, your ticket to the front of the line. We get our reps to generally get it back within 24 to 48 hours. If that doesn't happen, we just open a new one for you. So this ongoing support, this is why we have the 24 or five, uh, support in Slack because you know, clients have issues all the time. Uh, you want to pull some media buyer in, you want to remove one, like all these requests are the ongoing support that we offer. Um, and our business model is we, you know, depending on your spend, we either charge you a flat monthly fee or you would take a small percentage of ad spending. There we go. Um, I think my question was just kind of going back a little bit and just trying to pinpoint exactly who is that ideal audience for, for you, who's the, that ideal customer. Um, because I think even on the website, it's like, you know, you have to be spending a certain amount of money. Um, but at the same time, you know, if, if, I mean, I guess if you're there, then you're not really someone who's starting out. Right. Um, so talk to me a little bit about that, that who's the ideal customer who actually needs these types of, of agency ad accounts. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, it's a good question. So, so most of our, so we have hundreds of clients, uh, and most of them, uh, we would say are e-commerce. So it's either a brand. Um, yeah, there's, there's some drop shippers in there. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. There's some drop shippers. Uh, most of them are brands. Uh, we have some affiliates, marketers, um, we have some, some coaches, but we, we would say that the majority are e-commerce, uh, store owners. Uh, we have some that are big, you know, we have, uh, you know, like a $30 million brand spending on our accounts, but we also have some smaller spenders, people who are spending, you know, a few thousand, uh, per month. So yeah, it used to be where we would say, you know, you need to spend minimum 15,000 per month to use the, the accounts. Cause otherwise, you know, it doesn't make sense for us operationally to do it. Cause you know, we, we take a small percent of the ad spend and if it's too small, it doesn't really make sense for us. You know, we're just, we're losing money. Uh, however, we made it, uh, such a way where if you're spending under a certain threshold then you would just pay a flat 500 per month. And that uh, pretty much gives access to even smaller spenders. Even if someone's spending 5k or 10k, uh, it gives them access even for them to be able to use the accounts. So in essence, we would say that anyone that is, um, usually is e-commerce, but anyone spending money on ads, I would say minimum, let's say 5,000 even, otherwise it wouldn't really be worth it for them. Um, that is just looking for that extra bit of support, uh, from, from the platform, from Meta and from our team as well. Uh, because one thing that, uh, we touched up on, but we forgot to add as well is we do also, uh, because we see hundreds of accounts, so many different cases, uh, between us and our reps, we're able to provide that specific feedback to get certain niches approved. For example, um, you know, I, we have a client or two actually that are running ads in the melatonin niche. I'm not sure how much you guys know about Facebook policy, but melatonin is one area where it's, it's so, uh, you know, it's not necessarily against policy. Uh, however, it's very risky. There's very few uh, companies that are, for example, able to make it work, you know? So you need to be very smart with how exactly what, what words you put, uh, how you phrase everything, just all the little intricacies, those need to be understood in order to successfully run ads for something like melatonin, for example. So we're able to actually give that specific feedback uh, to clients 
uh, and then iterate with them so that they can actually get uh, their ads approved in slightly riskier niches. You know, not black hats, but more risky. Hey, so owners, are you ready to grow and scale your online business predictably and profitably? We've created a free 15-minute training that will walk you through the five key areas every online store needs to achieve financial success. You can grab the free training by going to optimizestoreowner.com forward slash ecom dash training or clicking the link below in the podcast description. Again, that is optimizedstoreowner.com forward slash ecom dash training. I guess with that, um, how does Facebook view or Facebook or Google or anyone else view this uh, as like a the business practice, right? They, they just look at it as like, as long as it comes through the agency or is it looked at as um, like, I'm from your guys' perspective, since you're just basically doing the managed service side of things, like what's their viewpoint for you guys, like creating the ad accounts for them, for other ba- businesses like that? Uh, how does Facebook- um, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, I think I understood, but um, there is a risk, obviously. They don't want any black hat or gray advertisers slip, slipping through the cracks. So we have regular calls with them for policy and compliance. They give us, you know, the general guidelines. And then, of course, then we assess the client based on that. So we don't open an account for you unless we've checked out your URL to be advertised, your exact offer. Um, and then we give the green light. So I, if, I, if I understood your question, Aaron, it's, it's more so that you're asking how does it look for, for them? Well, I mean, hey, like we're bringing them advertisers, so they're super happy with that. Um, we make our cut just, you know, providing these uh, very exclusive accounts that not everyone has access to. Um, and the client is happy because they can advertise where they otherwise can. So it's like a stepwise process that everyone's happy. It's just sometimes, you know, when we've had this issue where a client will give you a, a very white hat look in URL, but then run something very different completely. And mm. we are getting alerts from Meta like, you know, hey, this is, this is you know, not allowed. And in that case, of course, it's always a risk. So how we minimize that is obviously we sign an agreement with all clients and, you know, we, we say like, you're not going to run any scams, any fraud. Um, we take the, you know, the company details. Um, and yeah, there's just that, that added kind of layer of security. But in the long term, like everyone wins. The platforms are getting their spend. Um, you know, we're, all, we're always seeing, you know, we're providing the service. We're getting our monthly subscription and the client is able to scale their business. Did I answer your question, Aaron? Yeah, absolutely. I think it was, um, yeah, it's just, I, it's just one thing that I've never either a looked into or B have never heard of. Like, uh, are you guys, are there other people who do like ha- have a similar service like this or is it, you guys have just kind of narrowed in on a very specific market and niche? Cause I just, I guess I personally have never been like targeted with an ad about this or I have never come across it, which is what's really cool about having you on the podcast is uh, I feel like you guys are like, kind of unique in the sense that I've never come across anything like this before. So I didn't know if you guys even had any competitors out there or if you guys are like kind of dominating the space with it. Yeah, I mean, that's a very good point. Um, Yeah, to be honest, there are a few competitors, but nothing like, for example, if you have a traditional marketing agency where you actually run the ads for people, there's you got thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of competitors there. Uh, For us, no, it's uh, it's, that's not the case for sure. Um, It's much more new. We're definitely one of the first that are doing this. Um, and yeah, it's, um, the, the good thing is that, you know, at least for us is there's a high barrier to entry in order to get into this, you know, you need the right, uh, connections, uh, the right experience to be able to, uh, have the right relationships. And, you know, it's not just like any, anyone with a laptop can start it. That's not how it works. You know, the, the only reason we could, we could get into it is because we were already in the industry for years, uh, and we made the right connections. So, 
Very cool. Yeah, that makes me feel a lot better about it anyway, is that it's not just like, you know, some person, like you said, just pulls up a laptop, they can create ad accounts for somebody and then just like take their money and then just basically run out and, you know, um, just not a very good experience for anybody kind of, I don't know, agencies kind of, we, we're part of an agency, obviously. Sometimes agencies get a bad rep, right? Or there's a small percentage that give a bad rep for a lot of people. So, uh, cool. just to actually jump in there, one thing, uh, just to make up a clear distinction there. There are some other companies or people or whatever that promise to sell you an ad account. And what they do is they go to like some, you know, Southeast Asian or South American country, like, I don't know, like Colombia or Pakistan or Philippines or whatever. And then they buy a bunch of profiles. They farm a bunch of accounts, ad accounts, and then they sell, sell those ad accounts to people at like a hundred X margin. Uh, and then those ad accounts, they get to say, well, after like two weeks because they're so weak. So just make a very clear distinction. That's not what we're doing at all. Uh, our accounts are official, like from an authorized sales partner accounts of Facebook, you know, just to kind of, because a lot, we have had this question before when we've been talking to, you know, we've talked to hundreds of people about this, you know, just on sales calls and, you know, different, um, you know, conversations. And uh, sometimes people are confused um, and they think, you know, this is what's happening, but that's not definitely not the case. And uh, yeah, that's also another thing that kind of makes it different. These are not just, you know, we're buying some accounts and reselling them at 100x. Yeah, just, a- add, just add to that one point. Mm-hmm. So you also need to look at the partners of that agency. So for example, Triple Whale, Georgia's, these nine-figure companies are partnered with us for a reason. And it's just because we're solving such a huge pain point in the industry. And our accounts, like like Gary said, we have hundreds of clients and they're able to advertise because of us. So. Um, very good, good that, uh, he pointed that out. <laughs> We're not just creating some farmed accounts. These are official authorized accounts. Um, and, and, you know, Aaron, maybe why you didn't hear about them is it is, it is kind of, it's not very well known agency accounts. They're not very well known. It's, uh, I guess for us, it's a badly kept secret, but you know, meta and all these other platforms, of course they make the money from ad revenue, right? And they can't just rely on people to make personal accounts. So they created this program for one reason, because they wanted to boost up their uh, ad spend. Um, and how they did it was just to get, you know, some large potential companies. So, um, that's why these official accounts exist actually. Very cool. I feel like there's, um, a question or two out there that we did not ask, but I feel, I mean, I got my questions answered that I think the people would ask, which is like, you know, who you guys are, what you guys do, how they can get a hold of you, which we'll talk about here in a second. What do you, just from your guys' perspective, what are we missing from an outside looking in? Um, if we're a direct to consumer, we work with a lot of clothing stores, a lot of e-commerce brands. What else is it that we're missing here? Or do you think that we've covered everything? I'm just curious on your guys' end that we've, there may be a gap that, um, that they need to know about. Yeah, I have, um, I would say one very important thing that I think it's, um, it's worth just talking about for a bit here is, uh, and this is not necessarily re- related to us, but many times, it, um, you know, our clients do this as well is we recommend for everyone, absolutely everyone, all the store owners, every advertiser to make sure you diversify your assets. Um, so what I mean is I've seen, you know, multiple times now, like, uh, someone big store, you know, running at least, you know, a few hundred K per, per month of ad spend. And then they have their whole, everything, their whole ad accounts, page, pixel, everything through one BM. Now the issue with that is your BM goes down, you're screwed, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and like we talked about in so many occasions, you can be doing nothing wrong. And then just the algorithm just happens to, you know, mess up, you get blocked, you know, a few weeks go by, a few months have gone by as well in some certain cases. And that's obviously you lose money every day. It doesn't happen you know? So. What you need to do as a, as an entrepreneur is you need to be aware that, you know, life is not fair. Sometimes 
can be totally uh, doing totally white hat stuff and you can still get blocked. So we recommend to have a setup where it's multiple different VMs, uh, first of all, uh, have multiple admins on each VM. So add like a tr close trusted friend, a family member, add your aunt, add your grandma, whoever, like add trusted people in each of the VMs as extra admins, just in case your personal profile happens to just randomly get restricted. And then the BM, the business manager that you're using to run the ads, that should never be the business manager that actually owns the assets. You know, the assets just the ad accounts, the pixels, the pages. What you need to do is you have one business manager that only owns the pixels, never use it for running ads. It shares the pixel into the another business manager. You have another business manager shares the asset into the, you know, the business manager used for running ads and you share assets into the business manager used for running ads. From there, you run the ads. If uh, that business manager goes down, you just obviously, you know, get, you know, you can remove it. You can actually get rid of a business manager. Uh, you can pass it off to other people. Um, and then you get a new business manager and so forth. You keep everything decentralized and you minimize your risk. Because if that goes, if that happens, you know, then you can pretty much be back up and running within a day rather than having to wait weeks or months to get that appeal from Facebook, hopefully accepted. Very cool. Yeah. And I was going to say, I definitely have experience on that side because we've tried to do the same thing where we've just, uh, you know, have several different business managers have access to it or create different spots of it. So that's, that all makes sense, especially if you can do it where it's got several different places that it's touching to not lose access to anything. Okay. Awesome. Uh, okay. So what is the best way? Would you take, go ahead, Christian. Yep, yep. Um, so I, I did notice I was on the Orange Trail website and I did notice that little high ROI creatives and it seems like it's a added service, right, to to what you guys are talking about here today. So um, can you guys talk a little bit about that um, with the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it feels like we're forgetting about our own services. Uh, so no, we recently um, uh, started to offer, you know, creatives packages for some of our, you know, clients. And initially, we just realized that, you know, some of our clients were having issues, uh, you know, they were having ad fatigue or, you know, just dropping off with CTR and it, it just wasn't working out. So we decided to offer, you know, some creatives package to them. And uh, essentially, yeah, we just can make different variations of ads uh, per month. So if you have existing ads, our team, what they'll do is they'll take that ad and, you know, chop different things up, put voiceovers, new subtitles, and just try to find, you know, winning combinations of scroll stoppers of you know, different music, whatever. And we can make like 20 to 50 different variations a month. That was one. Then another uh, added bonus to that was we started offering UGC content. You know, that's something also we can offer. So yeah, the creatives we do offer. And it's just because, you know, from the years of Aerie owning an agency and, and me owning multiple brands, we have the right media buyers, the right content team and everything, the, the infrastructure in place. So I, I wouldn't say it's an upsell. I'd say it's an added value to our existing clientele. But hey, if someone new comes on our website and they may not need our agency account, they want creatives, it's just another added bonus. So we, we added that uh, in there. We're very well spotted. <laughs> also, uh, one final point, because I know this is the optimized store owner show. And um, you shouldn't just be optimizing your store. You should be optimizing every stage of the funnel. One very important stage is obviously the ads and where you're getting your traffic from, so your traffic source. Um, the biggest piece of advice I could give to listeners out there, especially in 2022, is your competitor is more than likely diversifying not only their risk and whatever, but uh, their traffic sources. So don't be a lazy marketer. It's 2022. You shouldn't be relying just on Facebook. You need to be testing at least TikTok because the CPMs right now are like 2016 Facebook. And it's, it's going to go up from here. So diversify your traffic sources. Um, you know, TikTok, we're seeing some great returns for 
some of our clients or accounts because we they, we see their spend. You know, they might start us off with like 20k spend and they're up to six, multiple six figures. So there's a huge opportunity and gold rush on TikTok. Uh, you know, I would urge everyone if they have a fashion brand, perfect audience for you, young, young demographic, uh, diversify your traffic sources. You know, you should not be relying only on Facebook anymore. Not only are the costs higher, but there's also these fires every day that you have to fight. Um, but yeah, all in all, like there's also Snapchat, Pinterest, and these these other traffic sources that are untapped. People are not really you know tapping into them because they just don't want to learn. You're becoming a lazy marketer, and uh, that's one thing you know we would advise against. Don't be a lazy marketer because if you are just relying on Facebook, you're gonna get banned. And when you're banned, you have no traffic, you have no visitors to your website, you have you don't have a business. Sorry mm-hmm. to admit, you don't have a business. Um, so at least have multiple sources. But if you're going to be a lazy marketer and your Facebook account goes down, come to Orange Trail. We'll help you out. We'll get your account set up. Um, our website is orangetrail.io. So that's orangetrail.io. And uh, yeah, book a free call. See if you're eligible and we'd be happy to help you guys out. Awesome. It's very insightful. Um, I, like I said, I didn't know what we were going to get into with this episode and like where, what direction we we're going to go, but I think it was extremely insightful. Uh, we will link everything in the show notes. Um, thank you guys so much for your time and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers, guys. Thank you. <laughs> That's a wrap. Before you go, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram stories at Bitbraining and let us know what you thought about this episode. And next, make sure to leave us an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach more people and continue to improve the podcast for you. All right, guys, have a great day and we'll talk to you next week.